Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode zero of a brand new board gaming podcast called Just Talking Chit. We are your hosts. My name is Frank, and I'm joined with my co-host and my brother, Nick. Nick. Hello. How's it going? It's going well. Um, this is our episode zero. We wanted to introduce the show a little bit, go over some of our plans and the format, and then give a little introduction into ourselves as board gamers and kind of tell you what you might be in store for. So, Nick, what could our listeners be in store for in the coming weeks? So, top tier gameplay. Top um, tier. It's top, top tier. tier. It's top tier. I would even board say game content. I would even say it's god tier. I I don't even know if it's if it can be described using Maybe, mortal yeah. terms. But there's no English language to describe what we're going to talk about. Ain't that the truth, brother? But uh, I think one thing we should let our listeners know about is that when we talk about board games, it's usually unfiltered. It is. Yes, we we sit around the table and we kind of just let the words fly and it's all in good fun but yeah it's gonna be a stark difference from the other shows podcasts or youtubers that discuss board games because it tends to get this kind of family friendly um rap but i don't think we're trying to keep it like that right right and not to say that we'll be going out of our way to be using all the swear words that we know yeah, every possible profanity right no but we're just gonna say it how we usually would talk about it right we want this to kind of be i'm um, kind of speaking for us but we want it to be an extension of our typical ramblings when we're playing a game or after we're playing a game and we're kind of just you know in each other's face and having fun and yeah that's not gonna be family friendly in this podcast yeah we want this to be a board game experience that's a full-on experience a 4d experience a 4d experience you i remember those things like the chairs that would stab you in the back yeah you know at, what i'm talking about yeah, the 4d the, things mm-hmm. yeah and we're gonna give you some of that sprays in your face and then they oh and then yeah something smells and the, yeah that was that was a weird what a time i wonder why those didn't catch on maybe because people don't like having stuff sprayed in their freaking face ain't that the truth brother well I think starting off, I think I'd like to give the folks at home uh, a little taste of what they can expect from a typical episode. In, so, like in terms of format. Exactly. So um, I'm going to go ahead and ask my good brother Frank here a fun little question, and we'll just have the conversation go from there. So Frank, how would you say you got into board gaming? Oh, that is a good question. So I guess this is my little introduction into me and my gaming history. So um, I would say... You know, growing up, you, me, mom, dad, we'd all play board games around the house, but it was the typical Scrabble or Monopoly. So just the tip, you know, this, the, the household name board games is what we would play. And it wasn't until, was it, I think it was Christmas of 19, 2019, you came really? home and you had this new card game. And you oh, said that yeah, your yeah. friends had taught it to you when you were up in college and I was out in college and it was called Unstable Unicorns, which I'm sure we'll have another episode devoted to this game entirely or just other games but i mean we have to it's just so i know we we kind of owe it to this game but at least my history so you brought home the game you taught it to us and i was just completely blown away because it wasn't the first time i had played a card game this is a like a full-on card game um you know i had Yu-Gi-Oh growing up and pokemon but world of warcraft and world of warcraft yes but no i would say i would mark the beginning of my gaming history was when you brought home that game and i was just completely absorbed with how you interpret the cards and the abilities and how they interact with other cards in the deck. And it was just such a fun, like wild, I don't know, just like a different type of card game. And not to say that that it's groundbreaking. I think it's an amazing game, but this wasn't like reinventing the wheel here. I had played games 
you know, growing up my whole life. So you brought home that game and I immediately started researching it and I just discovered the whole world of, you know, board game geek and Reddit. And I started, um, just finding other games out there that were different from the Scrabble and the Monopolies. And then after that, I kind of, I backed a Kickstarter that was made by the same company of Unstable Unicorns. And then from there, I just discovered mechanics and then it just kind of took off. I actually, no, I discovered Board Game Geek after I had backed it. And I thought, you know, there's a whole database with like every game described and then, you know, they have these mechanics, like what the hell, what the hell is a worker placement or like a, um, like an area control game. I had never heard of this type of stuff. So I was just like, consumed by it so that would i would say that was probably the beginning so we're coming up on you know like a year and a half two years almost of you know me being into board games so that's my that's my little background that's a good point i to your point about researching this game a lot i remember you getting into arguments with the reddit mod on the unstable unicorn subreddit yeah Mm -hmm. And, and you know not not to be too disparaging but there is a level of there's a power trip that that moderators get when they're in charge of like an online community, I think. And when it's centered around this kind of interpretative aspect of gaming and it's kind of this elite, this is kind of like this elitist thing is you go to the mod to ask questions and then they think that they're the only ones that have the answers. So, um, yeah, I've definitely gotten, I've gotten it in with the, with the guy before a couple times, but you know, it's all good. I get you. Uh, I think that does speak to you as a board game player, though. Like, you are very passionate when it comes to games. Like, you don't just go with the flow. You have to know, like, what is what in this game. I need to know everything, how it relates to each other. And if you have to get into a few arguments with people, I guess that's how it is. Yeah, I would say, you know, I don't mind having open discussions. and And I don't mind kind of going back and forth and I'm completely fine being wrong, but yeah, it was just kind of fun that there was, I think even though there was, you know, some frustrating aspects, there was a community around a singular game. I thought that was unique. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Tell us about your introduction to the board gaming world. Well, my introduction, same as you, um, started when I was a kid, played board games with the family. We got the Parcheesis, we got the Chutes and Ladders, Candyland, the works. Uh, it wasn't really until, uh, about a month before I brought back Unstable Unicorns that I was up at college and my roommates introduced me to this game called Betrayal at the House on the Hill. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I found out that was by the same people who made Dungeons and Dragons, Wizards of the Coast. And you were and already I, kind of into D&D at that, like looking into it at least a little that's bit. That's true, that's true. Um, I think tabletop role-playing games have been something I've been interested in for a little bit longer than I've been into board games, but they do kind of go hand in hand a little bit. So uh, it's like a rabbit hole. Once you start researching one, you just find your way uh, researching the others. But it wasn't until Betrayal at the House on the Hill that my roommates introduced me to that I really enjoyed a singular board game. And I thought, oh, there's more to this than just the standard, have some fun with the family, not a whole lot going on, not a whole lot of thought process involved. And um, Unstable Unicorns, I guess, was a little bit of an extension of that. But Betrayal of the House on the Hill is still um, one of, if not my favorite game, just based off of nostalgia and how well I think the game works. That's true. And, and you know, to your point about you just liked it because it was just a fun time with the family and it was just, you know, something that was unique and it was a singular title. But, um, you know, you just liked it for the fun that it provided on its own. I think that's kind of 
I would describe to archetype us a little bit more, you're probably more in a classification of just have fun. And just as long as a game is fun, no matter what that looks like, you just want to have it memorable and enjoyable. You're not as much into, you know, like the hardcore mechanics and the, you know, the, the balance of the strategy, I would say. Is that kind of correct? Yeah, that's a good point. I think if I'm sitting down at a table to play a game, it's going to be with friends and family. And I'm not playing with friends and family to try and beat everyone's ass at a game. I'm trying to actually have a good time. But part of that to me is play to the best of your ability. So when we play games, like I know you really enjoy European styles of games. Uh, I'm not going to be pulling any punches. I'm not going to be out here saying like, I'll let somebody win. But uh, part of the fun is the idea that anything could happen in these board games. So uh, I play to have fun, but I do play to win. And that's true. But I would say, I think the, like, you know, one of the catalysts for us starting this podcast was, you know, you and I would a lot of times play these heavier games two player because we couldn't, you know, we couldn't get dad to play. Mom wouldn't always want to be sitting around for two and a half hours playing these, you know, heavier games and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'd convince you to do it. And it was always a cutthroat type of experience. And while we're playing, we're always like, trash talking and just talking shit to each other like that was kind of how we were just talking shit we're just well then there you go there's kind of one of the catalysts for the podcast so i don't know i can think it's fun because after we play a game we don't just you know get up and say okay let's go do something else like we kind of dig into it and i think that's just our family's always done that but you know we play a game and we dig into it and that was really fun and you and i specifically would always do that you know talking shit to each other so (laughs) hence the name but um no, I think that's true. I think, yeah, it's fun to just sit down. And if it's a family experience, you want it to be memorable and you don't know what's going to happen. So that's definitely that's definitely one of the factors that you look for in games. But That's um, true. I think there's definitely a dynamic when you and I play that we don't get when we invite friends and family over. Yeah, that's true. We, we kind of have to yeah. rein it in a little bit in terms of <laughs> our our spoken word and you know some of the decisions that we make because we're, we're trying right. to entice. We've done that. We've enticed a lot of people to play board games with us and we've kind of introduced them to the hobby side of tabletop gaming um which is very fun i like being able to do that and introduce it to people but then at the same time you know you don't always get the same experience if you're teaching it to new newcomers um or even just lighter gamers so um, this is kind of that outlet for us is even though you're back in college and i'm still at home we get a chance to talk about one of our passions you know remotely so that's kind of a fun part about that's true It's a nice way to stay connected, which I think board games are a way to connect with people in general. Uh, Not to get too philosophical here, but... It's very deep. Yeah, Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So, okay. Uh, That is a good point, if you don't mind me stepping in here. Yeah, go. Um, For the folks at home. uh, (laughs) Oh, my God, yeah. I am currently recording uh, from my college. So, uh, Frank and I are not in the same room. Uh, A couple of the episodes that we will record will be when we are together but for i I believe for the most part it'll just be us in two different cities Mm -hmm. so that may play a role in how these conversations go how the kind of um dynamic of our whole podcast is laid out right now i will admit though even though we're doing this remotely it doesn't feel too starkly different from when you're at home and we're doing you know so yeah i definitely look forward to the times when you're back home for for breaks or long weekends and it'll be nice because we can actually sit in the same room and do this but you know this is not as impersonal as i thought it would be i thought this would be you know a little bit trickier but no i'm actually this is kind of easy so um yeah i think 
we just wanted this to be an introduction into us as gamers and then describe a little bit about the show. And, um, you know, Nick, I think you made it clear, but just to kind of recap, I think we want to explain to people that, yeah, this is just, it's raw, unfiltered. We're going to be kind of poking jabs at each other, having fun. Um, and then just giving our thoughts on specific games. We've kind of talked, we want to do some reviews in games, but then we also want to talk about just, you know, table dynamics because it's just fun seeing, um, how a game, the same game can play out depending on who you're playing with or what the kind of general vibe is. So I don't know, just kind of like random musings. I don't think this is going to be, you know, so much about, you know, we just played a game and then we're giving like a, a, a walk through about the game and, you know, what you can expect from it. This isn't really like a preview type of, um, podcast. Like that's not the content that we're trying to put out. Right. This is, right. This is just more, you know, the, the ancillary conversations that about that come around from, from playing games. So, and um, I think a lot of these takes that we're going to give, it's coming from a place of just people who aren't hardcore into these games. Like I'd say you and I are more casual when it comes to these kinds of games. You know, I would probably, yeah, in terms of hobby gamers, sure, we might be kind of on the casual side. You know, we we don't play 18xx games. True. We're not war gamers. We don't do that. So, I mean, yeah. We still have valid opinions to give on these games, but it's something that I feel like the average player could relate to more than someone who makes this their life's work. Sure. Well, also, I mean, I've listened to some podcasts, and, you know, they're great, great quality, good content, but... No disrespect. No, No disrespect, but... This is speak. <laughs> so I don't, I don't always love listening to someone talk for, you know, an hour or longer about a game that I've never played before. Or, you know, they, they right. do sometimes they'll hit on like four or five different games in one episode. And if I haven't played any of them, I just don't look to podcasts as a way to learn about those games. Right. You know, podcasts aren't the place to do that. Exactly. And that's why I think it's so interesting that so many podcast creators <laughs> have that as their primary type of content you know they'll they'll say okay so today we're talking about that we, we we talk on this game this game this game this game and i would listen to that and never know anything new about it and it's just because like listening to people it's a hard way to really relay how awesome a game is or how so you know i think you and i kind of keep it a little bit more to bird's eye you know we're talking about you know more like the philosophy or like the collecting aspect of hobbying mm-hmm. so or just um, the fun aspect in general. Yeah, just the fun aspect. Because I don't know. Yeah, like you said, that can be easily, um, you know, communicated over a podcast. So that's right. the kind of goal. For example, like I could talk about uh, Betrayal at the House on the Hill for hours. But if I tried to describe to you how it works or like try to set up the game just through a podcast, we'd be here for over a day at least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but you know. Maybe maybe we'll touch on some specific games in a couple episodes because we just want to switch up the type of content. But yeah, I would say overall the format, we thought of a fun idea where kind of like we just did today, Nick had a question for me and I didn't know what it was going to be. So he just asked, tell me about how you got started into board games. And I think that's you know fitting for the first episode or episode zero. But um, yeah, going forward, I think every episode, he and I are going to alternate between asking each other um, a, a question and that's going to be the main topic for the episode so i'll ask him something and he hasn't heard it before because we like that when we're talking it's kind of you know unprepped and we don't have it scripted we just want to um give our our honest opinions on it so i think right. next week next week i'm um posing the question to you is that correct 
Uh, I believe so. I believe so. So you that, have something prepped. I have something amazing prepped. Well, I look forward to it. Yes. So, um, anything else before? I think this is kind of good to sign off and give uh, some. I think so too. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you all for joining us. Thank you for, to the listeners at home, right? To the listeners at home. <laughs> um, yeah. And even though this was more of like an intro and it was kind of calm, we're going to get it popping. We're going to get it up right. and popping in the, in the next few episodes because there's a lot of stuff to cover and we have an idea of what we want to do. Do we have a release date for when we want to be releasing episodes or have we kind of not solidified that yet? So the fact that I'm up at college mm. makes my schedule a little bit more up in the air. Right. But... Uh, I feel like Thursdays are a good day to really get content out. Thirsty Thursdays. Thirsty this will be my Thirsty Thursday. Okay. All right. So, so um, you heard it here. We're going to have our episodes posted by Thursday. We are in the works on posting them on all platforms, but we should have them up on the majority of the, you know, the Spotify, Apple podcasts. So um, look for them there. Just Talking Chit. And we will see everyone in episode one. Indeed we will. Indeed we will. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, everyone, for listening. All the listeners Thank you home. to the folks at home, yeah. Thank you for the folks at home. All right. That's it.